0: From the Thai Cats Audio Network, this is Ticats Today with Louis Butko. Yes, it is. Thai Cats Today for a Tuesday, August the 16th, 2022. Yes, we are in the second half of August uh, somehow. I'm not sure how that happened. It seemed like just yesterday. We were at training camp, but uh, no. Yeah, August 16th, the date. Ty Cats today, the show. Uh, Louie Budko, the me. Thanks for checking us out here on the Ty Cats Audio Network. And uh, speaking of, if you haven't already seen it, uh, Bubba O'Neill had a big guest this week on the CFL this week. Uh, the head honcho of the CFL, the commissioner. And uh, you can catch that right here on the Cats Audio Network. So wherever you found this show, you can go check out uh, Bubba's conversation with Commissioner Randy Ambrosie. So uh, worth checking out. Uh, there's a new episode of the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. You can catch that uh, here on the Cats Audio Network. And, of course, all leading up to game day coverage Saturday as the Cats take on the Montreal Alouettes. Lots to get to uh, with that game on tap. Uh, we'll hear from Coach O. President of football ops and head coach. We'll hear from Matthew Schultz. We'll hear from Jovan Santos Knox. And coming up later on, we'll be joined by Coach Sal, John Salavantis. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on uh, the past week and uh, look ahead again to the Alouettes on Saturday. All right, Ticat's back on the practice field today and uh, don't have the official injury report in my hands yet. So unfortunately, can't really speculate. On uh, who was ready to go, who was kind of half participating. Uh, so we'll wait for the injury report. And maybe by the time you're listening to this, you go to ticats.ca or the CFL.ca uh, and they'll have the injury report there for you. Uh, but it was clear the Ticats have been bitten by the injury bug. And we asked Coach about that after practice today. Uh, and here's what he said about trying to gain chemistry. Uh, with so many injuries all over the field as the Cats have uh, seemed to be dealing with right now.
1: I think what's interesting with injuries is it's the same in training camp. It's the people that are in shape, that don't get injured, that actually get punished, if you would. Meaning they have to take more reps and more and more and more uh, while other people are on the side. So I think it's about finding the right mix of preparation schematically and also the right preparation for their bodies day one's always tough you know day one we had a lot of people well a few people limited but we had a lot of people push through and that's that's what you do and that's just what we sign up for and so you know everybody's sore everybody's banged up you know some people are able to go some people uh, need a little bit more time so um, we'll be ready to go uh that's an interesting question yeah i have an idea of, of where we're at i think we understand where we're at right now uh, as we get healthier in, in certain positions and uh, I think each week though you know I, when you're healthy it just affords you the opportunity to be a little bit more creative or to possibly do things uh, that you weren't able to uh, maybe early on when you had a you know when you're at a disadvantage at some positions. I just think that he he prepares he works hard he he's a pro I think he's been able to follow some great examples in watching Matthew, and obviously Dane, and you know, like the whole quarterback room. Jalen's in there, you know, bright and early every single morning, and I just think that you're only you're only as good as what you do with your opportunity. And so when the opportunity presented itself, so um, to say that I was surprised would probably be selling him short a little bit because he wants those moments. Uh, as all do do all the quarterbacks but you know only one can play so you know I think he did a, I think he did a great job and I think obviously without having a lot of film on him you know we had a little bit of an advantage um, it's easy to say everybody knew he was going to run it but not necessarily he could he could have thrown it just as easy as run it and now there's some tape on him so they'll you know they'll they'll start game planning for him a little bit and that is the head coach of the
0: Tiger Cats, Orlando Steinauer, as he spoke after practice today, talking about a couple of things there, including uh, the performance of uh, Jamie Newman in that third quarter who stepped up, and uh, if you're wondering... Uh, Matthew Schultz was definitely not limited today. Took the majority of snaps, and uh, seems like whatever issue uh, that kept him out of the game in the third quarter on Friday uh, doesn't seem to be bothering him to start the week. Speaking of Matthew Schultz, had a chance to catch up with him after practice today. And just as a reminder, scrums available always. Ticats.ca, But uh, here's just a little bit of what Matt had to say after practice.
2: Uh, here and there, you know, we already played him a couple times, so you kind of get those emotions out of the way and. Um, you just got to make it another game. You know, it's going to be a big game for us, just where both teams are in the standings and um, being, a, being a divisional game, you know, on the road, two points on the line, really four points, you know, with those kind of games. So it'll be a good battle. Yeah, just to keep on building on what we what we did last week, not get complacent on it and um, continue to strive for that improvement and taking the next steps. Right. That game's in the rearview mirror. Now we got to you know look through the windshield and and, and keep moving forward. But uh, just making the most of our walkthrough reps, our time in the film room, just constant communication and. Um, just kind of keep on growing and seeing how, you know, they come out of breaks and how they act in the huddle and how they're running their routes and, and them seeing how I'm kind of throwing the ball. And, um, you just kind of keep on progressing and keep on growing as you, as you move forward. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. And, you know, we always talk in the coaching or in the film room, how we want to, you know, be coaches one day and how it's kind of, you know, just in us for whenever that time comes when, you know, we want to be done playing, but, um, it's awesome having them there. And like I've mentioned before, our relationship is so great that, um we're able to just to communicate with each other and kind of know you know what we're saying and um how we kind of see the field a little bit differently how we see it similar and how we read certain plays so um it's amazing having him there and um, i just hope he starts you know feeling better i still have yet to find someone that's faster on the football field than tim Um, he's one of the fastest guys that i've ever seen so um, we just got a certain look that we were looking for in that play to kind of alert Tim on that and uh he made a great great adjustment in the air, Uh, you know, depending on where the defender is, that ball can be thrown in a few different spots. So um, the way he was able to move down the field, make that adjustment on the fly, and then break a tackle and get in the end zone. in that big situation was amazing. Um, And the O-line up front, our backs picked up the protection, O-line provided enough time. It was really a a team effort on that play. And I know it just looks at the, you know, the quarterback and the receiver on that play, but um, it truly took all 12 uh, to make that happen. So it was awesome. I mean, it's critical. You hit it right on the head. Um, they bring so much more to the table than obviously just their carries or their receptions out of the backfield. But just their athletic ability and the way they see the football field and the way they see the game as, as running backs back there make any quarterback's job a lot easier, especially having that confidence in them in the protection game, um, knowing that if something does happen or a guy slips through, they're going to they're going to make it right. And uh, they're going to lay their body on the line to, to get that split second to get a throw up like that. So um, anytime I see that, they're getting all the love in the film room and, and in the locker room because uh, that goes a long way.
0: And that's quarterback Matthew Schiltz speaking after practice today. TyCats fans, it's time to ride on our strength. From now until October 13th, purchase four eligible Hercules passenger or light truck tires to receive a $100 TyCats rewards card and be entered to win our road trip sweepstakes. Available at participating Active Green and Ross locations or visit herculestires.com slash AGR. Rewards. All right, uh, one more piece of sound to get to before we get to our guest, Coach Sal. Let's hear from Jovan Santos Knox. Uh, here's what he had to say after practice today.
3: Yeah, it's a good change up for a week, I guess. Um, <laughs> I, you know, next week we're back there, but you know, um, excited for this one. I'm going out to Montreal. Good uh, road trip for the team. I think it'll be a good uh, time for us all to get together and bond. Um, I think you're seeing guys um, having to step up. And I think in the long run, um, um, it's just giving us more experience. I think right now we're uh, heading in a point of our season where, you know, every game really counts. And I think guys are understanding the, uh, the intensity and just where we are in our season. So, um, you know, I think guys are ramping it up and you're going to start seeing that, um, you know, with our play um just do your job i you know it, it's so simple coach says it all the time you know just do your 112 pretty much if you do your job and the defense like what we have everybody if we just do your individual assignment everybody else is gonna you know everything else will take care of itself and uh you're starting to see that with the you know our d line if you let them do what they do you worry about yourself you know it's gonna help me out it's gonna help everybody out in the long run so um you know with Being vocal, I think he's just uh, you know everyone everyone respects each other on this defense for sure. And in terms of like if you talk, someone says something, if they hey you need to get this together, no one takes it personally on our defense, and I think that shows the growth and just where we are as a team. It's amazing. You know, we had a lot of linebackers up last week, too, and, uh, you know, we always say, you know, we want to be one of the biggest groups up on game days, and, um, you know, I think with our performance last week, it showed that, you know, guys are ready, itching, and just ready for their, uh, for their opportunity, and uh, when they got their opportunity, they played fast. O'Shawn uh, Joseph, he was one who played absolutely fast. Miles Manolo was on the couch last week, came in and played a great game, like an amazing game. So guys like that, I'm just so proud of the young guys stepping up and just paying attention to detail and just, you know, selling out for us because that's what it really is. You know, they put their ego aside and just for us. So I, you know, it's really appreciative. All-star. Like you said, he's, you know, he's one of the best in the league at his position. And it's uh just by his leadership, one is his leadership. The way he comes with his intensity and in practice and just everything he the way he prepares, it rubs off. It's contagious, man. And when you when you have a guy like that in that in that in that boundary, it's like cutting half the field in in half, especially with how how, how tight the hashes are now you're really taking a half of the field away. So um having Brooksy's back is just it's everything. He's he's a huge part of our defense. And Just happy to have him, you know, yeah.
0: That is Jovan Santos-Knox, Ticats linebacker, as he spoke after practice today. All right, very pleased now to be joined by Coach Sal, John Salavantis, for some Tuesday salutations. And uh, Coach Sal, let's go back to Friday night. Uh, I've said this a couple times this week, uh, said after the game on Friday. I think that was one of the most complete efforts uh, from all three phases of the football team uh, that we've seen so far this season.
4: Yeah, I I thought they played a complete game for the first time. Uh, Special teams corrected the mistakes they had previously and and played well. Uh, The only concern I really had in the game was uh, the fact that Don Jackson only had seven carries for 46 yards. Now, you had two quarterbacks, Newman and Schultz, had 11 carries for 70 yards. Now, that's all well and good, but it's unsustainable you know, eventually you're going to get one of those quarterbacks hurt in a run game. So I think you you really have to uh, get back to the run game. I thought their pass game was good. They had one interception off of a tipped ball by a defensive end. Uh, That's going to happen. You know, we've seen it before. In fact, Hauser's done it to them. So, uh, you know, uh, overall, Louis, I I thought they played as well as they could. The the
0: run game, you talk about Don Jackson, but it, it was sure nice to see Sean Thomas Erlington, Uh, hit paydirt and and find the end zone there in that game, wasn't it? Because he's one of those guys that we always have expectations for. And and again, when the run game doesn't go and it's not going with Don Jackson, it's great to see a guy like uh, Thomas Erlington uh, find the back of the, uh, find the end zone.
4: Yeah. And I thought that was a great job of blocking up front. They opened a a huge hole uh, for Thomas Erlington. He went through, I think against Montreal, you're going to see those two guys, Jackson and Thomas Erlington, They need to touch the ball, not only run it, but to uh, be pass receivers also, I think, 20-plus times in that game. And the reason I say that is watching the Montreal-Winnipeg game, uh, the fact was that uh, uh, Montreal, uh, their defense changed. Since they've gotten Noel Thorpe there, their defense has changed. Uh, I'll go back to that, you know, if you want to uh, go in that direction. But um, they moved the, uh, Mike Moore from defensive tackle to defensive end. Now, that seems like just, you know, um, an ordinary change. He comes up with five tackles and two sacks in that ball game and an enormous amount of pressure on Zach Calaris. So uh, that in itself, uh, the only way Winnipeg could hurt them, it seemed like, was in the run game. They were able to run for a 5.6 yard average uh, in the run game. So that's what leads me to think uh, that that Hamilton needs to run the ball. When you're in the pass rush mode by your front four coming as hard as they were in the Winnipeg game, they're susceptible to the run because they get knocked out of their run lanes. So if if the old line can can, uh, continue to block as well as they did on Thomas Erlington's touchdown, you're going to see some breakaway runs. I want to talk about the offensive line. It's a
0: great segue there because they're, they're playing – they're going three Canadians on the offensive line, and we've seen them in, pa- in the past you know, use that offensive line as a ratio breaker. But the Ticats clearly liked something, what they saw the week before, keeping that offensive line the same. What have you seen from that spot on the football field? And and, and what does that continuity mean week to week, having those same core five guys up front?
4: Well, we talk about that all the time. That's one of the keys to good offensive line play, keep the same five guys uh, in that box all the time. And, And previously, they hadn't been able to do that. I think Kelly is showing well on the right side to be, uh, be able to handle uh, the pass rush over there. Uh, I, I like the way uh, Vornkala is playing on the left side. I really like the interior guys uh, coming together. Uh, you see them blocking now where they're doubling up on one guy and getting up on the linebacker, uh, peeling off to, on the run game to the outside uh, in the bubble screens, et cetera. So, you know, to me, the, the continuity in the line is key to having good line play.
0: Uh, and that, that transition, let's go behind the line, and that's the quarterback in Matthew Schiltz. Uh, you know, only played three quarters. It was great to see him come back. But what was your initial impression on, on, on Matthew Schiltz as QB1? What did you take away from his performance?
4: Well, I thought he was up to the task. You know, uh, it wasn't uh, spectacular by any means. But at the same time, uh, he overcame the adversity of that tip ball uh, by the DN that was intercepted uh, early in the ballgame. He overcame whatever injury he had, went in the locker room, came back out uh, and was still slinging the ball very hard and very well. So, you know, I I think uh, Matthew has looked at it and said, "Okay, this is my opportunity and he's taking the reins. And because
0: last week was such a short week with practice and and with the same opponent, a quick turnaround. Do you get the sense that this week in practice it'll be a, a little more important for for Matthew and and maybe even uh, maybe even Jamie Newman to get some some reps here with his receivers and and to really be all on the same page?
4: Well, with Newman in regards to Newman, you know they have to give him some time, but you can't you can't spend a lot of time on what is or was your third quarterback uh, you, you've got to really concentrate on your number one but you give Newman some time in in practice uh to throw the ball to those receivers now we see him as a big strong physical type uh, player but we haven't seen him throw the ball he threw it twice for uh, two receptions for basically nothing uh in that ball game but uh I I think uh Schultz needs to really concentrate. You know, the next three games basically are four-point games. Each of them are four-point games. It's Montreal, Toronto, and Toronto. By Labor Day, Louis, we could be in number one position uh, in the East. All we have to do is take care of business in the East. And, and uh, the only thing that, that bothers you a little bit is we're 0-4 on the road. But those those four road games were tough road games, uh, to say uh, the least. So, I think going into Montreal, uh, Schultz needs a lot of practice time uh, in the timing routes, getting his timing down with those receivers that are going to be in there. He had different receivers, but uh, uh, from the first uh, couple of ball games, because of injury.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the three Canadians uh, receivers, we haven't seen that in a while uh, on, on this cats team. Uh, th- transitioning into uh, what you'd be watching at practice today, Coach, what, uh, what, what would you have your eye on this week? Where would you think the uh, areas of, uh, I don't want to say most concerned, but the areas that you think uh, maybe need a little more improvement uh, heading into Montreal?
4: Well, I think the first thing the, the coaching staff will do is look at the strengths of what uh, Schultz did in the ballgame and try to build on those. I would like to see a little more play action type pass where, where he's using Jackson in the backfield uh, with the fake to him and then the quick pass. And the reason I say that is Montreal likes to bring the will halfback type blitz. With Sutton on the weak side of the field, they'd like to blitz him. If, if you can go with a quick inside fake to Jackson, and pull up and hit that slot on that weak side coming to the inside, Uh, you can get a lot of first downs that way. And and, uh, basically, uh, you know, uh, Schultz has got to handle himself. I don't want to say manage the ball game, but he's got to engineer his drives to where he's getting first downs. If it's second down and, and you're looking at four yards, you don't always need to go deep with the ball. Get the four yards out of that. Get the first downs. Now you're engineering your drive. You're keeping your drive alive. You're getting your second down conversions and you're moving the chains. Coach, appreciate your insights as always. Thank you so much for doing this. All right, Louie, I'll talk to you again.
0: My thanks to Coach Sal for stopping by today and my thanks to you for checking us out here on the Ticats Audio Network. Ticats fans, it's time to ride on our strength from now until October 13th. Purchase four eligible Hercules passenger or light truck tires to receive a $100 Ticats rewards card and be entered to win our road trip sweepstakes. Available at participating Active Green and Ross Ontario locations or visit herculestires.com slash AGR rewards. That'll do it for us today. Thanks so much for checking us out, uh, we are back tomorrow, same time, same place, right here on the Ticats Audio Network. I'm Louis Butko, hoping you have a great day.
3: The Ticats
0: today can be heard every weekday, and we would like to hear from you.
3: Email us at gameday at ticats.ca.
0: Have a question or an opinion? We want to hear it. That's gameday at TieCats.ca. Subscribe to the Ticats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.